pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. It's 42 degrees outside. And uh, this morning we've got on the line with us Clean Township trustee Scott Haas. Scott, how are you this morning? Good morning, David. Doing wonderful. Yourself? I'm doing really well. Did, um, Did you happen to get any of that funding straightened out yet for the townships? Short answer is no. We are still at the mercy of waiting a final opinion from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen um, between Mark Schaefer, Doug Baum, and myself through the Stark County Township Association. We continue to press that matter weekly. I won't lie. You know, right now it doesn't feel, feel good um, based upon the slow speed of response, but the Treasury Secretary does have up to 60 days, and there are a number of other questions that are being um, fielded, and I believe they're trying to address those all at once. So hopefully we will see some funding allocated to the townships. I'm a firm believer it is not our responsibility to subsidize the needs of other other communities. If we're going to be on the hook through the national debt for those financial resources, then my constituents, along with the other residents in the 17 other townships of Stark County, should see those financial resources coming back to each of the communities. So really, Otherwise, just, so, so just to summarize, just to summarize, really, what we have is all across the country, you have municipalities and uh, the political subdivisions, uh, villages, of, um, you know, all across the country that are getting, like, as much as one year's worth of, or as close to one year's worth of their budget, right? Uh, yes, that's correct. And... And so we're seeing it in every state, and this is this is called the American Relief. This is going to counties, municipalities, uh, which will give a great, great, and incredibly, you know, it's like having one year's worth of your income as a bonus uh, for the most part. And, Correct. And so everybody's been included in this, but the townships in Ohio and Illinois, is it? Yes, correct. Nice. I think there's one Ohio, Illinois, and there was something that come through this week. I believe there's one other state out west. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to say Montana, but I'm not a hundred percent. So it sounds like it was just like a policy oversight when they when they wrote it. Um, yeah, because that's, that's what it's being explained to what explained to way as once you get through the political BS on both both sides. Of the of the fence, so yeah, because it's hard. It's Nobody wants to say, "Oh, we we did it." Uh, you know, it was our fault. It was an yeah. accident. When you look at Stark County, you know, over half of the population of Stark County resides in townships, so it's only reasonable to expect that a percentage of those funds would be coming 
back into the townships and not just the villages and municipalities. Right. Right. And so, and, and we're talking about like the amount of money, let's say for your township, what would you say would be the estimate or if, if you compare it to um, what municipalities? You know, if we, and if we use your earlier example, David, of essentially one year's worth, worth of budget, Plain Township, we have approximately a $20, $20 million operating budget. Right. It's a lot of money. Um, so given there's no clear picture on what exactly what exactly the formula is, just for the sake of keeping it simple and knowing what we're hearing uh, municipalities are going to be receiving, if the same logic is, is applied, you know, that's potentially what I think we would be looking at, but I don't know that with certainty. Even, even if it was $5 million, $10 million, Even if it was a quarter. A quarter, a half, yes. Yes, a half of that would be $10 million. I mean, could you imagine what could be done with $10 million in in, in Plain Township my, alone? Oh, yeah. And my understanding is it would um, – it's being released in two, disper- two disbursements over, I think, this year and next next year. So um, realistically, there's plenty of timing on how to utilize those financial resources to maximize the benefit to our residents and township-based businesses. Right. So it's not, it's not very restrictive. It's, uh, it's going to be more just as a relief uh, for the, for the COVID. And this, this could be an incredible opportunity for the township, all the townships in Ohio. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, some of our smaller townships across the county definitely feel it all all the more so. You know, when you look at a Plain, Jackson, Lake, and Perry, pretty affluent townships, and honestly, given our size, are larger than a lot of villages and municipalities across the state. I know Jackson and Plain Township are in the top 10 uh, townships in the state of Ohio. So out of 1,308 townships, to have two of the largest townships in, or the two largest townships in Stark County also being in the top 10 in the state, I mean, it shows that there's a certain level of responsibility through delivering of public services, safety services, zoning, road, parks, and general administration. Yeah, when you when you think about it, just with Plain Township and Jackson Township alone, uh, when you're talking about the uh, largest townships, I mean, most townships are, you know, they'll have let's say five thousand people or less, right, on average. Yeah. And yeah. in Plain and in Jackson Township, your population in Plain alone is what forty plus million or forty forty plus thousand uh, population. Yes. Yeah. yeah, based upon census data for both. Plain and Jackson communities in excess of 40,000. Yes. And, and so then with that funding, uh, being the two largest townships in the state and having a $20 million budget just for Plain Township alone, that's a lot. That'd be a lot of funding that if you can secure that and get this straightened out, it would be fantastic for yeah. your township and the whole county, really. Yeah. And knowing that at least the formula is tied to a pop. Popula- population um, would think that if the funding comes through, you know, it would be proportionate to the, you know, popula- population count respectively for each community. So it's not certain thresholds where, okay, if you've got this population or less, you get X. If you have between this range, you get X plus one. 
And if you're at this, you get X plus X plus two. It's, it'd almost be like a dollar figure per, per head is what it essentially translates to. Now, did you hear anything from, so you, you've been working hard, writing letters, making phone calls. Have you gotten any response back from, and this is from the United States Treasury uh, Secretary's office, correct? Correct. And- we, we have not received any response back yet. In fact, Mark Schaefer and I had conversations with Heidi Fout at the Ohio Township Association this week, and uh, they're even having a challenge trying to get a response. Um, the most recent response we got was from Congressman Anthony Gonzalez's office that, you know, they are awaiting um, a response from the Treasury Secretary, and then we also got some additional follow-up from, uh, I believe it, I don't know if it was Tim Ryan's office or Sherrod Brown's, but similar, similar messaging. So, you know, both sides of the aisle, they're coming back with the same, same messaging and response. So which, which is the same, same messaging, which is, which is what? That right, right now they're waiting for an answer from Janet Yellen, as far as how to interpret funding for non entitlement and entities which is part of the hang-up right now and, and what does a non-entitlement mean explain not my... we're not exactly sure on you know how that's being defi- being defined that's just the terminology that's used and that's part of the frustration and you, know, you put terminology out there but there's not a clear explanation that can be provided back to us and you know our question being okay well if a city or a village is an entitlement how is the township form of government not an entitlement agency as well well in this case i would want to be entitled i would i would demand to be recognized as (laughs) entitled i mean what uh it's just, you know, sometimes those things uh, occur, but it's really at a very, very heavy price, uh, yeah. you know, depending on how they write the policy. But the good thing is, is that, you know, you're you're putting the pressure on so that you could get, you know, really, you just want a fair distribution. Um, yeah. And, you know, ultimately, that's our responsibility as elected officials. It's not to sit back and go, OK, we hope something comes. No, we have to apply, apply um, the, the pressure on our elected officials to deliver timely response on such matters. And we're fortunate outside of what we see in the individual communities through the collective power of the Stark County Township Association, we are also able to help create a more unified uh, front. We were just hoping that we'd see the same amount of activity coming out of the other 86 county township associations across the state we know there are others that are vocal but not everybody is and you know as well as i do from days of elected service you know even though somebody goes hey you're the elected official you can push us no there's you're right we will we can and we will however you still need to become engaged and have your vo- voice heard as well because there's power absolutely and you and really it's getting the the people in your township calling the congressman and their U.S. senators because, I mean, you just know how it works. That it's like, you know, you have these elected officials uh, in the U.S. Senate and also 
you know, congressmen, House of Representatives, if, if there's a lot of people calling, that gets things moving. And if they're only getting a call from you and uh, another township trustee, you it's just easy to leave things as they are and say, oh, sorry, didn't work out. So that's why it's yeah. it's it's you know imperative that you just keep keep the message out there and and really keep pounding away because it's just it's really incredibly um, unfair uh, to to your township. Yeah, the pu- the public needs to know. You know, at the end end of the day, um, regardless of what the outcome is, hopefully a po- po- positive one that their leadership has exhausted every possibly available conduit to get those resources back into the respective community. And when you think about it, let's just put this into perspective. So let's say it is based on population and let's say Plain Township and Jackson Township alone, even if it was half of what everybody else was getting, you're looking at at least $10 million. I mean, $10 million of road improvements that you could use for road improvements would be unbelievable. And so really it's, you know, if you can get the residents to send letters, emails to their U.S. senator, that will make a difference. And um, make that available on on Facebook, right here on the radio. You know, call your U.S. senators. Call the office. Call the congressman. Let them know. Have Have a concerted effort because we're talking millions and millions of dollars for Stark County. Yeah. Just of with what, just with Jackson and Plain alone, millions. Yeah, of what should be everybody's money, because at the end of the day, we are all on the hook for it. Absolutely, so. because if if uh, that if that money doesn't come through, that's you know if the money does come through, right? That's money that the taxpayers uh, locally are not going to have to to pay because it's coming from the federal government. So this is great that you're really pushing for this. Now, on another note, I know you wanted to cover the. Uh, Give us an update on the Plain Township Parks, right? Yes, correct. Um, here on our May election, we are seeking a one-mill levy that will fund our operations of the parks. That one-mill levy will cost the homeowner per $100,000 of market value $35 per year. Or two dollars and ninety-two cents per month. Essentially, you know, you're looking at just about ten cents per per day. Based upon that, the reason we are seeking the levy is for a number of years, all three parks, the 102 acres, Alino Park, Veterans Park, and Di- Diamond Park, were acquired and developed essentially through state tax dollars. Well, those estate tax dollars were eliminated in 2013, so we're talking here eight years later that you know we've been able to continue helping provide support to the those ent- entities through use of you know cable franchise taxes, bed, bed tax, and you know especially last year with COVID, the bed tax has plummeted, but over the last number of years, we've also seen the cable franchise tax. Re- reduced due to, you know, more folks doing streaming services and so forth. And ultimately, the general fund is at a point where it can no longer sustain um, continuing to cover cover those costs. And as I've 
use the example a lot of times. I'm the co-CEO um, of a $21 million service delivery business. And our responsibility as the board being the co-CEOs of this service delivery business in a transparent manner is to make the public aware of the factors that we're dealing with. Ultimately, we're responsible providing the business case to the public, but then it is the public who will determine what level of service they want. And, you know, over the years, whether it's through our strategic comprehensive mini master plan or just general public engagement, we continue to have more folks requesting you know, hey, we'd like to see more programming for seniors. We'd like to see more programming for um, youth. And, you know, some of it not necessarily being sports recreation, but some of it in a more pa- passive form. And, you know, it was but just a few years ago, even the Edgewood Golf Course, you know, we had a number of residents going, hey, you need you need to look at purchasing that to preserve the gr- the green space not getting into any of the dynamics, but at the end of the day, we can't do any of that stuff if there's not a revenue stream there to sustain it. So what we're talking about now is we're not looking at this as a levy to do capital improvements. This is purely for operational cost. And I think what the pub needs to understand, we hope they'll understand is, you know, our, our park staff is a team is a team of five. That park staff does not just take care of the three parks, but they also take care of our building grounds, i.e. the five um, fire stations, township hall. They got a, they've got a lot the, lot of responsibility to and, keep the parks and, going. And one of the things yes, and one of the things that's gonna hit probably closest to home is new they handle all of the nuisance abatements. That being, you know, when your neighbor has high grass, unlicensed, yes. inoperable vehicles, trash and debris, that they're not maintaining their property. When our zoning staff goes through that process and puts before the board an abatement, it's our parks building ground staff that take that care of that out and performs all that maintenance. So, you know, it's not it's not just a parks view, but as well, our park staff also is out plowing in the winter, helping support. So there's you got a lot of lot of supports there. Um, a trustee Scott Haas. Scott, thank you for coming on the program. We're going to have to take a break here, but um, keep up the good work. Thank you so very much, David, for your time this morning. As always, it's a joy to talk to you.